right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of How I Met Your Mortgage. I'm your host, Adam Smith, with Just the Tips Coaching. With me, almost always, is our marketing director, one of our other coaches, and general superhuman, Jen Waybor. Hey, Jen. Hi, Adam. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Buried in wedding plans, I'm sure. Oh, yes. Yeah, for those of you that aren't regular listeners or don't run in Jen's immediate circle, she is getting married next month, so we've got a lot on our plates with that, I'm sure. And we've got a really cool guest for you guys today, and I have no struggle coming up with the explanation as to why we keep having this person back on the show. And one, because we really like the guy. Um, two, because it's just a unique niche. When we're talking to, we're talking about people who really focus strictly on what mortgage originators in particular, not that that job doesn't translate to real estate agents and other people that have a large ticket direct to consumer type of item, but the specifics, the uniqueness, the ability to pivot and go to shuck and jive when it comes to marketing for mortgage originators. This is one of our favorite colleagues, one of our favorite guests. Welcome back to the show, Jason Frazier. What's up, man? (laughs) Well, I... That's awesome. I don't know how to how to follow that up, um, you, but uh, thank, you can't. thanks Adam, just, for having sure, me. Be thanks, quiet man. and just watch. No, <laughs> I know. Just you know, yeah. Just let's, let's have, have you on, seen? That, uh, God, there's a really cool Spike Lee joint with Denzel and Clive Owen about a bank heist. Oh yeah, um, the Inside Man. Inside Man, and yep. Denzel's character is Frazier. He's Detective Frazier. <laughs> and I love the way that he uh, pronounces his own character's name in that movie. So it uh, bleeds out. Not that I have any chance of impersonating Denzel. But um, I'll be straight. I kind of snuck in on a Zoom that you had done last week for the uh, Colorado chapter of AIM, uh, the Association oh, yeah. of Independent Mortgage Experts, for those of you that aren't. Uh, involved in that or aren't in the broker space or or in the real estate space, perhaps. And Jason, you had some really profound shit to say. Um, I I didn't pipe up. I was thinking I was going to chime in there, you know, with the uh, uh, longtime listener, first time caller kind of bullshit, (laughs) you know. Uh, But there was one question I really did want to ask. And maybe you'll remember what you did from a wardrobe perspective that day. But what did your shirt say? Oh jeez! Uh, okay, I, cool. I think there was a rainbow. I don't remember. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> yeah! It's actually it's uh it's the official shirt of mortgage professionals, and it says "I hate people," and it's uh-huh. like it's got teddy bears and uh, all that other stuff. Nice little rainbow. Uh, I'll have to find an image of it, send it to you. But uh, yeah, it's a, it's 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 funny. There's a few a uh, few of our uh, fellow uh, brokers. We were in a chat and someone had shown that graphic and I ended up buying the shirt and wearing it to fuse <laughs> because so many of us were like, I need that shirt. I need that shirt. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's got like, it's got like Care Bears, a cloud, uh-huh, like a happy uh, we sun. We got it. Yeah. 
I wear this when I travel and at, without fail, every single flight attendant that sees it, like will take a picture with me and like, like, Oh my, and they'll call other people over because they feel it. They're like, Oh my God, I need that shirt too. Because they're dealing with, you know, freaking pain oh, ass people. I, yeah. If there's, if there's a business where you hate people, flight attendant would probably be. way <laughs> up on the Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. God, the things we've seen in air travel in the last few years. Good God. Yeah. Yeah. Just Looney tune stuff. Um, but Back to that Zoom that I kind of hung out in the background in. Um, and mm -hmm. no, don't get me wrong, I'm an AIM member and I'm a mortgage broker and uh, I'm yep. in Colorado. So it, it wasn't like I was. There we uh, go. Uh, yeah, I was invited. Put <laughs> that out there. I, I was invited. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But there were some really profound things that were said. And if you don't mind, I'd love to kind of have you yeah. elaborate on some of that for our sure. audience. But the pivot that you're having loan originators do the marketing stuff the magnetism is is that what we're going with marketing magnet is that let's do it yeah you know, there was something magnetic along those marketing lines. magnetic yeah. marketing that was really far more relevant in today's mortgage space in today's mortgage and real estate lead gen space than I've really heard as of late um obviously we're in a very very different market than well, really than any of us have ever seen. I've been doing this a long, long time, um, more than 20 years, maybe more. Okay, I'm going to stop there because I'm going to start leading into how old I am. Um, and I think it's unique. And I know that we, we as an industry, and shame on a bunch of you for not being a little more creative about it, talked last week or social media posted last week about the mass exodus of mortgage originators that's gone on in the last, where are we at, 18 months, give or take. Mm -hmm. And yep. we're down to like 90,000 licensed originators coast to coast, which yep. never really bothered me. I've always kind of had this mindset about, yeah, smaller pie, but bigger pieces. There's not as much traffic in the mortgage industry, period, but there are far fewer people doing it these days. But yeah, if you wouldn't mind sharing with our audience what you shared with that small handful of mortgage brokers in Colorado, and you've probably uh, shared that information across a number of different classes yeah. and platforms and Zoom meetings, et cetera. But yeah, I, w I was enamored. It was, it was so great that despite having to leave my office, I put the damn Zoom on in my car and ran it through the car stereo system, <laughs> picked my son up from school, bored to tears he's like what kind of crap are you listening yeah. to dad he's eight <laughs> uh, in fact we had to talk again about what the hell a mortgage broker actually does because he's eight mm -hmm. um but yeah yep. if you wouldn't mind i i think that would be fantastic fodder for our podcast this week yeah sure no ha happy to do so i think you know ultimately it comes down to to this one thing is that's which has been like you said i've mentioned this on a lot of different things and i'll, I'll talk about it again when i'm out there in a, in a few weeks but um it, it starts with foundational understanding of how do loan officers make their money right first and foremost right just like with any plan or anything else how do loan officers make their money right and they right. make their money by having conversations about real estate and mortgage right and um how do you have more conversations what are you talking what are you putting out there like how do you have more conversations because that's where you make your money when you understand that's where i make my money that's how i make my money by having those conversations how do i create more conversations and so where we got into like 
you know, what you were mentioning about everyone putting out the same stuff. And I put it out there as a joke when I just said, you know, I wasn't, and people took it as like, I'm the one that started it. I didn't start it. It was just more that I was having fun <laughs> because I saw everyone post it. Then I saw everyone making fun of the people that posted it. And then I just decided to do what I do, which is get in and stir the pot a little bit. But, but ultimately I'm oh, the one. Oh, dude, you have a, you have a big spoon. We know. <laughs> so I, uh, so, so, so anyway, um, what it comes down to is, understanding that regardless of retail broker whatever we're all selling the same shit right like it's a commodity when it comes down to it now with that yep. being said price difference products you may you may only have a certain stable of products you may as a broker obviously you have a, a access to a stable hundreds of lenders if you wanted to to pretty much touch every type of bar you wanted to right sure. and so when it comes down to like all right what am i putting out there understanding that you're a commodity and if your commodity in the commodity game, like price is all that matters because there's no differentiator, right? There's no value. There's no nothing. There's just like, I need to eat. So I'll go to, maybe I like Wendy's better than I like Burger King or whatever. It, or I like Shell as opposed to Chevron or whatever gas stations you have, you know, in your market, right? It's a commodity. I need it. So I'll do it. When it comes to housing and I'm going to get a mortgage, right? I don't start there, right? I don't start like, all right, I need to get a mortgage. No one just says I, and I'm not talking about the class. And I say this all the time, but like, you know, waking up, I want a mortgage. No one starts with the mortgage, right? <laughs> Everyone up. starts with where I'm going to move to, or I want the house or I want a condo. They'll start with where they're going to live, whether it be state, town, community, whatever it happens to be. And then sure. the house, house all of that's condo. Yep. Yep. right? That's where they start. But what do we do as mortgage professionals? We focus on the things, the vehicle, it's important. They need it, but we don't focus on the reasons why people do stuff. Also, the same thing is that we continue to talk about the same things over and over again. And the only way to get out of perfect competition, which is what the mortgage industry is, where everyone's basically the same, is you have to be either 10 times better at something or you, which, which means you need to have a point of differentiation, right? And the only way to do that with your content is to talk about things that are different. And what I focused on on that call was everyone should be talking about like as hooks just to have a conversation. Like I said, that's how you make your money is to put out there. If you're waiting, lower rates will make you not be able to afford the house you could afford today. Right. That's hooks right. and comments and things of that nature. And people go, well, why? Why is that? Why, why are we doing that? Why? Are, and then that's when you get to have a conversation. And then I always use this example, which is a real world example that I always tell everyone is I said, look, I had a friend in February out in California who was asking me, you know, advice He's like, hey, I'm thinking about buying this house. So I, you know, whatever. He already had a loan officer. Loan officer's like, hey, we're going to play the floating game because rates are probably going to come down in March based off of a few things that were happening. It was like the debt ceiling time and whatever, which and the loan officer was 100 percent correct. But here's the problem. My buddy, when that all that happened, guess what? That created more demand that already that's already there in California. And so that house that he could have bought in February, the house he could afford in February and March, he couldn't because it went like sixty thousand over list, right? And so that's that's what people need to understand is that you know rates aren't the reason why, right? It's, it's important. It, it matters, right? I mean, rates matter absolutely. But you can't be focusing just on the cost or the price. We did that the last three years and we're paying the price of it. Now everyone's in, I need a good deal. 
I need low rates. And because that's all we focused on in our messaging for three years. And then the media obviously helped that right along. And then yep. here, here we are talking about, I don't, they're shopping me. They're talking about rates. Uh, they want a good deal. And it's like, you got to focus on the reasons why you got to touch into here on why they're moving, trying to get closer to the grandkids. <laughs> Student loans coming due, you're going to need, you know, equity. Are you equity rich? You got locked in equity right now. Like there's different conversations to have around the reasons why, like people think, oh, I want to refi because I want to just save money on my monthly payment. Why? Why do they want to do that? And people think it's like, oh, it's stupid. Of course, anyone wants to save money. Yes. But if I put messaging about saving money and I put messaging about the reasons why you want to save money on your mortgage to do other things, if I'm in this bucket because it's student debt, it's it's we're at a trillion dollar in consumer. If it's only credit cards, high interest. If, if I'm in this bucket, and then I'm against the twenty or the the nine, 90, 99,924 loan officers that are saying <laughs> the same stuff, who am I going to go with? Right? Think about put your consumer hat on and and think Commodity. about like all right, I'm a consumer, right? I'm a consumer, and I see all these different messaging out there. Am I going to go to something that's exactly the same across the board? Or if someone, if it looks like messaging that's speaking to me in my current situation, right? The answer is B, by the way, just, you know, for those playing at home. And so that's what I talked about is like, you've got to be a contrarian right now. Your messaging has to be different. You could be talking about service and value, but don't talk about service and value. Talk about the reasons why people want service and value. Right. Talk about the reasons why, as opposed to just the factual of like rates are up and down. Right. If I see one more stupid rates are up and down in Fed posts, it's just like, what are you guys talking about? Do you think people are paying this close attention? No, they're, they're like, hey, guess what? This bread is, you know, two dollars and seventy five cents more expensive than it was last year. Right. Like people are worried about their own lives. We feel like we're the only industry in a crisis right now. We're the only industry that has been, you know, hurt by the economic uh you know, factors and, and market yeah. conditions, right? We're not like our clients are suffering as well too, but we act like it's just, and I get it. It's, you have your own lens, you have your own problems. You're, you know, we're all self-absorbed just like our, you know, our clients and, and customers are, but at the same time, like you can't be that if you're trying to make money and it's competitive, right? So even with the, the people that are ex exiting, you know, the business, a lot of them are the ones that came in during like, you know, loans fallen from the sky time, right? And now they actually sure. have to go out and work for their business. So it's it's a lot more competitive. Demand hasn't gone anywhere. If it did, then every time rates go down, you wouldn't see an influx. Oh, wow, rates went down. And then and then housing wire someone else. Hey, guess what? Our mortgage applications went up the, the week prior. Oh my God, that's just amazing news. Or like we're down year over year. If I see one, or more, one more of those year over year or month over month stats too, it's like, yeah, I wonder why, right? Like, we, you know, so it's just, it, to me, we have so much information out there that is just dumb and nobody cares and it's not- And repetitive anyone, so I, and boring. And repetitive and like, let's focus on other things. And guess what? I'm not saying that that doesn't work, right? But I'll tell you my work, my, my way works better because it's different. And that's how you interrupt patterns, right? We're all robots going through the same stuff, seeing the same things. If you don't think pattern interrupts work, then, you, then you're just really not paying attention. And that's what I like to focus my messaging on. Yeah, and one of those messages that really stuck with me is, you want a higher rate. You actually said yeah. that. And the yeah. consumer does. They don't get it. The home buyer does. The yeah. client that's doing a cash out refinance to consolidate a ton of debt does. Um, I mean, I've seen, I don't know, a handful, certainly maybe more in recent months of people going from 
an interest rate in the twos to an interest rate in the sixes on their mortgage while saving a thousand dollars a month on their debt load. And I don't know how many times I have said that I think, you know, your mortgage rate is a relatively arbitrary number that you really should be more concerned about your dollars, what's best for your financial future, what's best for your long-term financial health, those kinds of things. And it's true. Um, I think that, you know, and certainly probably everybody who was involved in that mass exodus of loan originators getting out of the business over the last year and a half, whatever the number happens to be, they don't really understand why people do mortgages. They they have a grasp on buying a home and they have yep. a grasp on lowering their rate and payment. And that was it. They don't really understand what conversations need to be had. And mortgage rates aren't it. That, that's a boring subject. I, I struggle yeah. day in and day out to come up with a more boring subject. Tax law. 1920s baseball statistics. And that's about it. These are like very few and far between when it comes to that. And consumers don't care. What they care about is their well-being. And you're absolutely right. That has what the mortgage community, what the real estate community has seen in the last couple of years as, you know, what we're defining as more difficult, a hardship, whatever the terminology we want to use it does not compare to what the consumer is dealing with. And if we were looking at it without being self-serving while framing it as a consumer, as part of that community, the fuel costs are up, our insurance costs are up. Buying a goddamn piece of furniture is up. Mm-hmm. A dozen eggs, whatever it is. And if you can take off that hat, and I don't mean you, um, you know, the go Niners. Um, if you can take <laughs> off that originator hat, that real estate agent hat and become part of the community that you want to speak to part of your audience that you want to consume your content. Um, and actually we can certainly talk about that. One of the greatest lines I ever heard was Gary V saying, what you need to be doing is getting more people to consume your more people consuming more of your content and he actually said that while the three of us were in atlanta uh for that epm event i don't mm-hmm. know what year and a half ago yeah somewhere in that range um yeah. but yeah just as always stuck with me yeah. but you can't do that if you can't understand what message you need to deliver and yeah that is absolutely profound it's absolutely I can't even get my head around how how easy this sounds. Be part yeah. of your community. What does your community, what does your circle, what does your audience want to see, hear, read, watch? Yeah. And don't tell them the shit that they don't want to see, hear, read, watch, like <laughs> what mortgage rates are doing. Yeah. God. Yeah. So yeah, very, very valuable stuff from uh, both that Zoom you did last week. And obviously, to be perfectly honest, Jason, I probably gained something I consider profound and relevant to people in our space every time I hang out with you, man. 
whether it's live or digital, every single time, which is why we keep asking you back on the show. We don't really like you. We just like your message. No. Um, <laughs> hey, whatever works, man. Whatever works. Okay. So <laughs> what do you see coming down the pipe the rest of this year into next year? Where should loan originators, where should real estate agents be focusing on that target, on that message? Where should they be looking to and not necessarily just tactical and tractional, you know, what platforms and so on and so forth, but certainly what message as well. Where should we be looking over the next 18 months when it comes to getting more people to consume more of our content? That's a great question. I, you know, I, I think it comes down to, you know, it's a lot of different things, right? So if, if I'm just going to be, you know, just, hey, if I'm going to focus on one channel and one medium, Right. Then I would say, I think your biggest and best use me. That's my opinion. Right. doesn't mean like stop what you're doing and do this. My opinion for where I'm seeing the biggest gain is reels on Instagram. I think there's a great, great opportunity on TikTok. Don't get me wrong. I think there's a great opportunity, but you have to know what you're doing on TikTok. I see a lot of people putting out content that I'm like, this is never, ever going to do anything on TikTok because you got to understand the platform. You got to send your audience. The reason why I'm more Instagram real like focused is just because I just it's already got a baked in audience. you got a lot of people that are just like, I'm not I'm on Facebook, but I really consume more content on on Instagram. Right. Because you just got multiple mediums in there. And then sure. with the, you know, the addition of threads wherever that goes, who gives a shit. But the point is, is the fact that it's there and there's just, again, a more, more baked in audience, it, it, you know, on, on that side. Now on TikTok, the advantage there, and, and, and I also say one, because I just, whenever loan officers try to do multiple, like I, I don't know how to do both and I get overwhelmed then they won't do anything. Right. So mm. if you really nail reels, you get comfortable doing reels, you really start like, picking up some steam, then it's an easy transition to also. Yep, YouTube. Yep. So that's, so that's my <laughs> and, focus and on YouTube that. shorts and YouTube shorts, right? TikTok has, has got, a, you know, is, is becoming a kind of a, a second secondary search engine for a lot of stuff. So that it, cause people are looking for that for the how to videos, just like to do YouTube. Right. So I see a yep. lot of that on TikTok, a lot of potential there, but I'm thinking like, Hey, you could get a lot of drive off Instagram. It's where a lot of agents are. So you could try to hook up some relationships there. So I'd really focus on Instagram. Obviously, I'm always big on YouTube, but it's, it's just a heavy lift for a lot of originators. So don't sleep on YouTube. So if I'm focusing on anything, it's Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, probably in that order. But if I go for the type of content that I'm doing, one is you got to educate, you know, try to throw a little humor in there. You know, you don't have to sing and dance. I get that from the one officer saying, oh, I'm not singing and dancing or lip syncing. Great. You don't have to. But again, just be be personable. Throw yourself into it. Right. Have a little fun. But also understand that like the content that you're putting out there, if you make it community focused and hyper local, there is zero downside to that. And you will get loans. I have never not had this strategy work for me ever. Right. No matter whatever the market happens to be being hyper local, you're you're doing content around a topic. You know, like Adam just mentioned about like, hey, this is what we care about. You're doing you're doing content, having it more your content consumed about something that consumers care about, right? And the fact that you're a loan officer, a mortgage professional, you deal with housing and real estate automatically comes into it if you do it right. And so I've done these talks about doing hyper-local. Now with, the, with ChatGPT, it's a heck of a lot more easier than it has been in the past to create hyper-local content and do all of that. But the point is, is that if you do hyper-local content, you're, you're, you're focusing on what? 
the community, local, where people live. That's what they like. That's what's going to grab their attention. And then the more you're able to grab their attention, the more you're able to have what? Where you make money. You're the more you're going to be able to have conversations. conversations. What do you care? Right? What do you care how they got in care? The fact that you're having a conversation about community, real estate, and housing, that's a win. Who cares what content brought them into the fact that you're creating those conversations? And here's the opportunity. And this is why I'm saying and why I'm so passionate about this. And I'm going to say something that a lot of you absolutely know, right? Is that, you know, I used to say 80 20, it's more like 90 10 now, right? Oh, 90%. Jen. I knew I liked of your you. Competition. <laughs> I've been I, saying ninety ten for three years, so yeah, it's it's ninety to eighty twenty is like fun to say, but you know, as I go through it, as someone that has done a ton of these, like you know, events and trainings and coachings and everything else, I could say right now, like. 10% of you that are watching this may take it to heart and actually execute and do something. 90%, it's like, ah, I've heard this before or whatever. And, and look, sometimes it's the message, sometimes it's the messenger. At some point, you'll get it. Maybe you have enough pain to actually do it. But the point is, is that, look, 90% of your competition, right? 90% of the competition in a market that is highly competitive aren't going to actually do a winning strategy because it's either just too hard for them to do or they just can't wrap their head around it. Right. So that gives you an opportunity, a 10 percent little, 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 little competition. You don't have a lot of people doing the same thing. If you go out and do this stuff, you will get business. You will go out and you will have your version of success by having more conversations. I'm not telling you you're going to do 20 or 30 units a month. What I'm saying is you're going to do whatever is successful in your eyes. Right. I'm not one of those guys that are telling you to go in and like be the, you know, the millionaire, blah, 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 blah. like, you know, because some people don't want to do that. Right. Some people are like, hey, I'm perfectly happy. Like I pay my bills. I do what I want to do. I'm making 80, you know, 95K. Right. I'm good. Right. Or 150 or 200, whatever. I don't be making a bajillion dollars. So whatever that happens to be, this is the pathway to do it. Right. And this isn't fiction. This isn't theory. This isn't a like whatever. This is this is fact. But the thing is, is that it's hard. So is success. This is a hard, it's a heavy lift, but I'll tell you with all the technology, all the freaking tools we have now, ChatGPT and everything else, it is the easiest it has ever been in your entire life. It is so easy now to get started and do these things. You have, you know, people like Adam and Jen, you have, you know, people like me and others that are consistently putting stuff out there like that to help all of you that want to do it. But you just got to, you got to want to do it. You got to want to do it. Um, it's funny that years and years ago, and I've probably even mentioned this to you or even on another uh, uh, episode that you've been on, God, years and years ago, I uh, spoke at a mortgage event in Vegas, had dinner with some of the attendees that night, and one of them asked, what's the one thing you would tell somebody to do to get where you're at? And I said, work hard for 20 years. It's not a secret. <laughs> Just put, it, put in the damn effort. Um, but there are a couple of things that I think are really homogenous that we've talked about that I want to emphasize. And we're going to cover a lot of this at the uh, Mile High Mastermind at the end of the month. And I know you guys were talking about that while I was fiddling with audio issues. Um, but short form video is uh, incredible. Um, and yeah. Jen is probably going to regale the audience with some hard stats that are going to be a tough pill to swallow that after 17 years, TikTok did surpass Google as the number one search engine. As a result, Google dumped a ton of money into YouTube Shorts. 
and that promotion. And of course, what goes on with Meta, that your Insta content, your short form real content is being consumed there and on Facebook is enormous. That's You're basically getting a twofer there because yep. of the breadth of the audience that's being built there. The other thing that you mentioned that we really didn't dive into, although we will at the event at the end of the month, is AI and where this can help you when it comes to content creation, to your short form video, to relating to your true audience. I'm not just talking about any home buyer, any home seller, anybody uh, who needs a mortgage, that kind of shit. I'm talking about your authentic circles, your neighbors, your uh, socioeconomic group, these kinds of things, a true circle. Um, yeah, the AI involvement, uh, and I, I prefer Bard to ChatGPT. I just want to put that out there. Um, and Jen has her own feelings about what we're doing. And we're using AI in Canva and we're using AI in Filmora and on and on. And if you're not taking advantage of these tools, these platforms, these resources that have been laid out for you, essentially free of charge, then yeah, you're, you're, you're shooting yourself in the foot. And I think yep. while Jason and I focus very heavily on our audience, primarily loan originators that want to do better, want to do more, want to accomplish certain things, I think a lot of what Jason and I do respectively is try to take away bullets that you guys are using to shoot yourselves in the foot, but you keep finding them somewhere. You keep finding more bullets. So yeah, really, please take all of this to heart. If you want to look at it as a scared straight program, because I promise you, Jason and I have fucked things up enough that we can teach you how to not fuck up what we already fucked up. So take that to account. And God, there's so much free content out there between what you do, what I do. Um, we can throw some other great names out there, Andrew Pollock and Kai McBride and um, on and on. There, we're, we're putting so much out there for you guys to just take advantage of. Please, I, I cannot emphasize enough that Jason knows what he's talking about. Believe him. He has been doing this a long time through a lot of cycles and it always comes around to what works. And some of that is because yep. Jason's tried other things, as have we, and they failed. So we've been able to pivot and figure out quicker what does work. And that's a great formula for all of you. Jason had mentioned, there's a lot out there to be done and you're not just doing it. You don't want to take Jason's advice on what to do and not to do. You don't want to take mine or Andrew's or Kai's or anybody else. Fine, get out there and go do it, but fuck up faster. That's one of the yeah. things we really want you to focus on. Go do the work so you can figure out what's not going to work and what is going to work so that you can get on a path you want to be on. All right. And that's yep. my soapbox. I'm going to step down there for a minute. Um, and Jen, Jason, I monopolized the entire 30 minutes. I'm sorry. But sorry. I, I, except for that 90-10 thing, boy, did your eyes light mm. up. Yes, Jen has been saying that for a long, long, long time. And I know she's right. And I, I just do like to say 80-20. And um, it's just kind of a nice, easy formula. I'm a mortgage originator, yep. so I'm not real good at the maths. Um, so, yeah, 80-20 is just a nice, easy formula. But, Jen, uh, tell us what else we want to know about Jason, about the mastermind, about 
AI, about short form video. And I know we're going to cover a lot of this. I mean, we could talk for like another hour on. Oh, easy. Yeah. And we will at the end uh, of the month. Right. Okay. I mean, the thing I kept thinking as Jason was talking is none of this is new, right? It's just the same shit all over again. It's just different ways to approach it. Stop trying to sell people, get into what they actually need, their pain points and how you can solve them. Yeah, did we mention like, today yet that people don't give a shit about what you do? They care about who you are? Because we probably say that 10 times a day. At least. Okay. Yeah, it's the yeah. same thing. And like Jason said, use AI. I mean, I was looking at Squarespace, which is what I build websites on, and they have their own AI built in now to help you write yeah. SEO optimized copy for your website. So the tools are there. You just have to use them. So um but yeah we're gonna talk about all of this in a lot more detail at the end of the month uh september 29th and 30th in denver for our seventh annual mile high mastermind there are still tickets available you can text tips to 63566 to get that link Uh, we're gonna have an ai panel uh adam brad and i are gonna deep dive more into ai i'm gonna go through my 30 pieces of content based on one big idea workshop that was Um, great yeah we talked about that at social media day right yeah, That's I'm taking phenomenal. it to another level. Such so a great presentation. Yeah, Thank it's you. it's worth the price of admission for that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, the basis for that one is people know they need to be posting, but they have no idea what to post. So I came up with a formula yep. for literally 30 pieces of content based on one big idea. So um, I'm really excited. Scott Edwards is coming in to talk about event planning uh, and how event planning can help with your referral partners. And he's got a whole workshop planned out. And we have Chad coming in to talk about how to tell your stories in your marketing. So all of this that Jason's talked about today, we are going to deep dive over the course of two days at the end of the month. So September Jen, 29th, 30th. Jen, you need to hack into my LinkedIn messages and see what Chad sent me about storytelling for realtors. All right. Mind-blowing stuff. He and I talked a All long right. time this morning. We finally caught up about that message. But yeah, go into my LinkedIn messaging and look at what Chad drafted. It is phenomenal. It if yeah. you've never seen Chad speak, he was a speaker at Social Media Day three years ago. Um, and he's yeah, absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, so he will be flying into Denver to hang out with us. But great content this year. I'm really looking forward to it. So September 29th and 30th, University of Denver. You can text TIPS to 63566 or reach out to Adam or myself if you're looking for tickets. Um, that text code will get you literally everything you could want to know about just the tips from a copy of Adam's book, free hour of coaching, our past episodes of the show, all the things. So text TIPS to 63566 for all of that. Jason, thank you. Yes, thank you so um, much. Yeah, I know it's not easy for you to carve out this kind of time, and we keep asking you to come back and do it again. We've milked hours of Jason's <laughs> content here. He's going to send us a bill one day, and I'm going to be like, holy shit. <clears throat> um, but yeah, thank you. I, I really do appreciate it. And yeah, it looks like we're going to have a good chance of seeing you this month. Yeah, no, absolutely. Try, I'm trying to, trying to swing it. But uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. Sounds like you guys have a great event planned, so... You know, for all you uh, all you guys listening, be there. Got nothing to lose and everything to gain. (laughs) Well, again, thank you everyone for tuning in. Whether you're watching or listening live or in syndication, you can catch fresh episodes live on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube Mondays at 10:30 Mountain Time, and these do then get delivered to Apple, Spotify, and Amazon Podcasts a day or two later. 
Wednesdays. Wednesdays, and you can get the uh, links for that as well by using that text code text TIPS to 63566, and we'll see you next week. Yes? I think we have next week off. We have next week off? Yes. Okay. Because that's usually the week of Mile High Mastermind, so... But okay. Next week off. All right. Well, we will uh, certainly see you guys soon with a, another episode of How I Met Your Mortgage. Signing off, I'm Adam Smith with Just the Tips Coaching. Jen, thank you for just being the superhuman that you are. And Frazier, we love having you on the show, brother. We'll see you soon, too. Thanks for having me.